You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 122. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there. My name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. For this episode, I wanted to continue answering questions from my podcast audience. For those who may not be as familiar with the podcast, in past episodes, I've given out a phone number where you can call in and leave me a question about voice acting as a voicemail. From time to time, I'll pick the most relevant questions I receive and answer them here on the podcast. Let's get started. Let's answer some questions from you, our listeners. Hi, my name is Jesse. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Um, my question's a bit philosophical, but I promise you it does relate to voice acting. All right, so... Should you follow your duty in making others proud, specifically your parents, or should you make choices based on what you want, even if they won't take you seriously? In other words, should you live stable, yet be miserable, or take chances, yet lose everything? <laughs> I know this is a difficult question to give a straight answer to, so just tell us what you did or any regrets you may have had. Thanks. Hi there, Jesse. Thank you for your philosophical question. It's actually a really important subject to cover, so I'm going to spend this entire episode making sure I address it fully. I'd like to start with the choice you articulated near the end of your question, and then work backwards to unpack the assumptions that lie behind it. Afterwards, I'll share with you my own experiences trying to balance what I wanted to do with my life with what was expected of me by my parents. Because this topic is a concern that many aspiring voice actors have when they contemplate pursuing an artistic career, I'm hoping that answering your question in detail will benefit a great many of my listeners. First, I'd like to diffuse a false dichotomy that you posed. If you'll allow me to paraphrase your words slightly, you asked, Should I live a stable, conventional life that makes me miserable? Or should I take chances with my future, live unconventionally, and lose everything. While it's true that making choices about one's career is not something that should be taken lightly, your articulation of the issue is a little extreme. You make it sound as if the only two choices available are one that results in misery, or another that results in catastrophic loss. That's a pretty pessimistic way to look at one's opportunities in life, and I don't feel that it's helpful or even realistic. Hopefully you understand that no one who has your best interests at heart would ever want you to have to choose between misery and disaster. That's not really a choice at all. I'm sure you just use those extremes to highlight how important this decision is for you. Even so, I want to point out to you that simply articulating your question in this way means you have psychologically stacked the deck against yourself. Words matter, especially when you're a voice actor. In order to succeed at anything, you need to watch how you talk to yourself about it. 
If you define pursuing a career in voice acting as a no-win situation, you've already set up the rules of the game in your mind, so it's impossible for you to be successful. So let's get away from that no-win situation by taking a step back and assessing what you're really trying to accomplish here. We can start by clearly articulating the issues that are at stake for you. It seems to me there are three topics implicit in your question. One, your financial well-being. Two, your personal satisfaction with your career. And three, your parents' respect and approval. While I believe it is possible to achieve success in all three of these areas, it can be challenging depending on your situation, your abilities, and the cultural values of your family. Let's take a moment to look at things from your parents' point of view. Most parents really do mean well when it comes to helping their child succeed in life. Any caring parent wants their child to be safe, successful, and happy. Because your parents have spent this long looking out for your well-being in every situation, and obviously they've succeeded in keeping you alive up until now, so congratulations, it's going to take some time and some work on your part to convince them to trust you when it comes to something as vital as your career. Remember, these were the people who taught you to walk without falling over and kept you from running out into traffic when you were little. To them, your safety is always going to be number one. And the three topics I just mentioned can end up being rolled up into a big, ugly, emotional ball when you try to discuss your future well-being. So, in order to ease your parents' fears, it's going to be helpful for you to keep these three topics separate in your mind and address each one individually. Let's begin with the topic of your financial well-being. As a child grows to maturity, it's natural for a parent to be concerned about their child's ability to succeed financially. They know that if their child cannot support themselves, they will most likely live a life of hardship. This fear can make parents believe that a conventional career that they are familiar with is a better choice than risking one's future on an unfamiliar career that seems unreliable to them. Understanding and empathizing with this fear will do a lot to minimize any frustration you might be feeling if they're questioning your chosen profession. Seeing things from their point of view can also help you build your case when trying to explain to them why you're choosing this path. The more you show them that you understand the risks, that you are willing to do what it takes to succeed, and that you have contingency plans in case things don't work out, the more likely it is that you'll be able to allay their fears and make them feel more confident about you pursuing a more unconventional career path. They want to know that no matter what, you're going to be okay. The more comprehensive and realistic your business plan is for success, the greater chance that they will be comfortable with you putting it into action. The second topic, personal satisfaction in your career, is one that only you can decide. Do you really know if pursuing a career in voice acting will bring you lasting satisfaction? Until you've had some hands-on experience trying to voice act in projects, you will probably not be able to answer this question honestly. I've met many people who say they want to pursue acting, then quickly discover that the realities of an actor's life are not appealing to them at all. They may have underestimated certain artistic, technical, or logistical challenges that can arise, or they may find that their temperament isn't really suited for the job. 
it's really hard to know whether a career path will bring you true personal satisfaction without trying it first. Fortunately, when it comes to voice acting, there are many opportunities to try your hand at it before committing to making it your sole occupation. You can take classes to test and improve your skills. You can join online communities and audition for amateur projects to see if you enjoy the camaraderie and culture of voice acting. You can even initiate your own projects to see if you're good at collaborating with others and producing art that communicates to an audience. You can try all of these beginning voice acting pursuits while still working a normal job. In fact, it is incredibly common for voice actors to work conventional jobs while pursuing their artistic goals until they can achieve enough success in voice acting to support their livelihood. You need to take whatever opportunities you can to discover if voice acting is a career that you believe will truly bring you long-term personal satisfaction. So what about topic three? Let's assume that you've done enough voice acting to know that it truly is your passion, and you'd like to pursue it professionally. Let's also assume that you've done your due diligence, figured out a sensible business plan that maximizes your chances of success in voice acting, and also gives you fallback options in case things don't work out the way you want. Having satisfied topics one and two, you make your case to your parents. What if your parents still don't respect or approve of your choice to pursue a voice acting career? What do you do then? If you find yourself in the position where your own career goals are at odds with your parents' preferences, regardless of how dedicated you are or how responsibly you've planned, you may be facing challenges that are based in deep-rooted cultural beliefs. More conservative cultures tend to believe that a child's obligation is to put the requests of their parents above the child's own desires. In such situations, if a child does not agree with their parents' wishes, the child is still expected to forgo their own ambitions to satisfy the expectations of their parents. However, this is not always the case in more liberal or progressive cultures, which may prioritize the desires of an individual over any traditional social or familial obligations. You can see the struggle between these viewpoints in stories like Star Wars Episode 4, where Luke Skywalker wants to attend a flight academy in order to join the rebellion, but feels obligated to stay with his aunt and uncle in order to satisfy his uncle's desires to keep Luke safe and to have him continue the family's farming operation. Luke has so internalized his uncle's expectations that even when he is offered a chance to join the rebellion with Obi-Wan Kenobi, he at first refuses it in order to stay in his conventional life on the farm. Eventually, however, Luke realizes that he must pursue his true nature and learn to use the Force and join the rebellion. The rest of the movie focuses on his ability to forge his own path and follow his own internal instincts even when they seem impractical. He is rewarded at the end of the movie with personal spiritual growth, military success, and a group of friends and collaborators who respect and value his new approach to life. This dichotomy between social expectations and personal fulfillment is also obvious in a story like The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. In it, Bilbo Baggins, the protagonist, 
is often torn between two competing influences in his nature, which are rooted in the two different sides of his family, the Baggins side and the Took side. Normally, Bilbo is ruled by his Baggins nature, which is conservative and dislikes adventures and other pursuits it sees as inherently dangerous and disreputable. However, as the possibility of an adventure becomes more and more real to him, something Tookish wakes up inside Bilbo, and he desires to go outside the boundaries of his social expectations and find his own unique path in life. The rest of the story involves him becoming more and more courageous and independent, and less concerned about other people's opinions of what he should do or how he should behave. He is eventually rewarded not only with personal growth and lasting friendships, but also immense financial rewards. Just like Luke and Bilbo, you'll have to determine for yourself what is most important to you. If your parents disapprove of your career choice, no matter how well you've planned or how much you want it, you may have to make a difficult decision. Is it more important to you to satisfy your parents' expectations, or can you live with defying their wishes and striking out on your own path? Neither myself nor anyone else can possibly make that decision for you. You have to make that choice yourself. Hopefully, by breaking down your question into these three different topics, I have helped you think about your choice more effectively. I can't make it for you, but I may be able to offer you a way to make it easier by sharing with you what I learned from my own personal experience with my parents and their expectations. I was extremely fortunate that when I first decided to pursue acting as a career, my parents were supportive of my choice. I began by studying theatrical acting with the idea that after succeeding on stage, I could parlay my experience into on-camera acting in film and television. However, my parents were well aware that acting was a far more risky career choice than pursuing law or medicine. Therefore, they not only wanted me to make sure that I was learning everything I could in order to succeed as an actor, but that I also had fallback plans in place in case things didn't work out. When I applied to college, I did not apply to theater conservatory schools that only taught acting, but rather to more traditional liberal arts schools that offered a more conventional academic education but also had reputable theater departments. The thinking was that even if I was unsuccessful as an actor, I could use my liberal arts degree to help me pursue other types of work. Even when I decided to move to New York City after graduating college in order to pursue acting professionally, I applied to graduate acting schools to improve my chances of success. Not only would my graduate acting experience improve my artistic abilities and expand my network of industry connections, but if I wasn't able to support myself as a performer, I could use my master's degree to teach acting at a college level. I planned my education so I would have options no matter what happened. Through all of this, my parents were incredibly supportive of my desire to become an actor on stage and film, and I'm deeply grateful for their support. However, things changed slightly when I decided to pursue voice acting in animation, video games, and anime. While my parents had personal experience watching actors succeed in the fields of theater, film, and television, they were not as familiar with the world of voice acting. 
They had a harder time understanding why I was so passionate about it, especially since my early work as a voice actor was working on anime, an artistic form they knew almost nothing about and had no personal experience with. I watched them grow more concerned for my welfare as I ranged outside of their knowledge into a profession that was totally unfamiliar to them. It was disconcerting to me to feel a level of worry and doubt from them that I had never experienced before. I became especially aware of their concern when I decided to leave New York City, where I had attended grad school and had professional success in the theater, and move across the country to Los Angeles to pursue voice acting full-time. Fortunately, I had two things going for me at that point in my career. The first is that I made and executed a solid business plan for how I was going to pursue voice acting. I decided to start voice acting on the side, while I was still working as a theatrical actor in New York. My experiences there allowed me to build a list of voice acting credits, to understand the industry better, and to expand my network of professional contacts so that I now knew people in Los Angeles who were eager to work with me once I arrived. I was also financially secure enough that moving to Los Angeles would not be a great hardship for me. The second thing I had going for me is that I was absolutely positive that voice acting was something that gave me immense personal satisfaction. I'd spent enough time actually doing it that there was no doubt in my mind that I was ready to try a new chapter in my acting career by putting all my effort towards voice acting. As time went on, and I was able to succeed as a voice actor in L.A., my parents' fears diminished. They realized that I could create financial security for myself as a voice actor, and that it was something that made me truly happy. Their approval and respect for my chosen path increased as my own passion and commitment brought me more and more professional success. I believe the same is possible for anyone who is dedicated and pragmatic about the realities of building a career. It's incredibly difficult to argue with success. If you can make consistent progress towards your professional goals, your accomplishments will often be what helps your parents realize that they don't need to worry about your future safety, success, and happiness. If they see how you are thriving, one would hope they'd be happy for you and more than a little proud. Which brings us back to your false dichotomy. Your question assumed that satisfying your parents and pursuing what you want in life are two mutually exclusive goals. With any luck, I've convinced you that it doesn't have to be that way. If you pursue what inspires you with focus, commitment, and practicality, it's amazing how things will start to go in your favor, even if it doesn't look that way now. One of my mentors, Joseph Campbell, once said, Follow your bliss, and the universe will open doors where there were only walls. Following your bliss doesn't mean just satisfying your momentary immediate desires. Rather, bliss is a continuous journey towards greater and greater satisfaction and accomplishment in your life. In fact, Campbell once joked that he probably should have said, Follow your blisters in order to emphasize the focused effort it often takes to pursue the things you really care about in life. If you create an informed business plan to increase your chances of financial success, 
and gain as much experience as you can in order to make sure a voice acting career will indeed bring you the greatest personal satisfaction. I believe you will greatly improve the chances that your parents will look on your pursuit not as a passing fancy that may lead you nowhere, but as a viable career path that can sustain you both physically and emotionally. I wish you the best in the pursuit of your dreams. Thanks to Jesse for his question. I'm grateful for the opportunity to address such an important topic for him and for all of my listeners. If any of you would like to call in with your own thoughts, thank yous, or questions, the number is 323-696-2655. Please remember to state your first name and what city in the world you're calling from before leaving your message. I'll include this call-in number in the blog post associated with this episode at voiceactingmastery.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.